This episode is sponsored by Binto, personalized for your body and no one else's. Binto is the women's health company on a mission to help women everywhere get access to safe and effective over-the-counter supplements, alongside access to licensed healthcare professionals, all for an attainable price point. Binto's subscription of personalized supplements made just for you delivers right to your door each month, so you never have to think about reordering your supplements or running out to the store. Your supplements come pre-dosed in individual daily packets with your name on them, so it's easy to stick to your supplement routine and enjoy taking them every day. Here's how it works. Go to mybinto.com, take the health survey, and get matched to your personalized supplement routine. The short survey will ask you general questions and questions about your reproductive health. You'll get matched to a suite of supplements just for your needs, and you'll get matched to real women's health providers like a nurse or physician assistant who will help you every step of the way. Binto was founded by women's health nurse Susie Devine, a fertility nurse who realized women were doing a lot of the guesswork themselves and waiting way too long to get answers and reliefs for their daily symptoms. Binto's providers offer online chat support and telehealth appointments to make sure you feel supported, informed, and empowered when it comes to your health. All of Binto's supplements are organic, non-GMO, vegan-friendly, gluten-free, preservative-free, and made in the U.S. under good manufacturing practices guidelines. If you'd like to get your Binto supplement routine, get started today at mybento.com and up your glow with Binto. Welcome to Too Smart for This, a podcast that gives you the tools to love yourself and build your life on your own terms. We talk everything from finances to body love to pop culture, all in the hopes to inspire your confidence. I'm your host, Alexis Barber, and let's get into the episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome. My name's Alexis Barber. I'm 22 years old, and I live in Brooklyn. I work full-time in big tech, and I'm also a micro-influencer if you are new here. And today, I have been feeling something a lot that I've felt sort of called to start talking about, and it's I definitely don't think it's unique, so I just wanted to bring it up so that we could have a conversation about it maybe. So definitely check this out on my Instagram, et cetera, so we can chat more about it. But um, I don't want to say like I felt called to talk about this because that just sounds really annoying. But basically, I've started to recognize that I, as I've entered adulthood, I've started to recognize more about who I am. So I've done a lot of self-reflection and I do that through journaling every day. I've done that through getting an astrology reading. I've done that through learning more about human design. I've done that through thinking and making a lot of space for myself to be alone. I also live alone, so there's plenty of time to self-reflect. And I'm also in a long-term relationship, and I think you learn a lot about yourself when you're in a relationship because there's so much to unpack when you're constantly, you know, communicating and living with – we don't live together, but, you know, be living your life alongside another person. And as I've started to learn more about who I am and what I enjoy and what I don't enjoy, I've started to really recognize my non-negotiables for being my best self and my fullest self. And my best and fullest self is someone who has a lot of time and space to create structures on a daily basis. So that doesn't mean that I sit every single day and do the exact same thing every day and I'm super organized. I am very organized, but that's not necessarily the, like, it, I don't have to be organized in order to be happy. I need freedom and time and space in order to be happy. And as I've entered this adulthood, I've really recognized that wealth is 
something everyone is chasing, but what they are really usually chasing is freedom. And I think I fall into that category. I don't want to be rich just to be rich. I want to have enough money so that I don't have to worry about surviving and I can make the most of my day however I see fit as opposed to how other people see fit. So I posted about this on my Instagram stories yesterday and people were like, okay, well, what does that mean? Like you don't feel like you can be your full self. And like, what is your full self? Because I'm very honest and vulnerable on my Instagram stories. And my full self, when you work in a corporate environment and you are a black woman, or if when you work in a corporate environment per period, it people say you can bring your full self to work. I just don't think that's true. I think in order to fit in and to work in that environment, it is very difficult to be your full self without costing yourself a little bit more. So in the instances where I have shown up as my full self, I always am concerned that that is being taken the wrong way. I'm always concerned that that is being shown, that is showing too much. And um, as much as we want to say that, that you should bring your full self to work, you should break those barriers. At the end of the day, All of these environments are created in a structure of white supremacy. They're created in a structure of patriarchy. And those things are baked into the way that capitalism works. They're not something that you can just like remove because you decided you were going to start like using, you know, African-American language at work. Like it doesn't go away because of that. And in fact, it can hurt you and bite you in the ass later on. And I do think that that's the truth at the end of the day. And I wish it wasn't the truth at the end of the day, but it does mean that on a daily basis, I am always worried and thinking about, okay, like, did I do this correctly? Or, okay, am I, am I good enough at this? Or am I showing too much? Am I being too myself? And there's also the age component there. Like I'm part of an entire new generation in a corporate environment. And so it's hard to really be myself and be confident in that way. So the reason I say all this is to say that Big, a lot of, so the reason I've started thinking about this is because I really love content creation and influencing. And what I've started to notice is that people who are influencers or the most popular influencers are typically people who come from wealthier backgrounds or who have parents who've helped them out at some point in life. And I've been very transparent um, across all my social media platforms and saying that I come from a very low income background. My mom was a teen mom. I still, my family still doesn't have money just because I make six figures in my job doesn't mean that they do. They're also not my responsibility. So even if I make money, like it doesn't really help anybody if I'm just giving them money, you know, like it's at the end of the day, they have so many kids, like they're never going to be super rich. And so that's not a possibility for me. So I can't just quit my job and focus on content creation and that type of thing because I don't have parents to bankroll me. And so much, so much that we see in content creation is like, can you really blow up if you don't have that type of security? I don't know necessarily. And this goes back to the conversation that I had on this on my podcast a few weeks ago, which is being a black content creator is so hard because you never know why people don't want to engage with you as much or why you're not growing as fast as other people. Is it because you're less relatable? Is it because your content isn't good? Or is it because people have inherent biases that they haven't gotten rid of yet? And that's something I constantly struggle with having to manage on my side, but also like I do want to do this full time. 
so many influencers get to do this full time because their parents are bankrolling them. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I can just quit my job just because I don't love it every single day. That's not a possibility on my side. So I have to continue to work. I have to continue to ban- to balance content creation in addition to work. And so what I've recognized is that self-reflection and figuring out who I am and how I work best has been the way that I'm able to do both of those things and not lose who I am. Because no, I can't be my 100% full self at work. Pretty much nobody can. Second of all, especially if you are a Black woman, it's very difficult to do because you will get feedback that's like, um, like Black women get feedback like, you don't have great, you know, you seem, you're coming off a little bit aggressive or that type of thing because people are so used to associating those words with you that you have to be so careful anytime you have an interaction with someone because you don't know who they are. You don't know what they could say about you. And people will always believe someone else over you because of just the way things are structured. So it's very, that's a difficult thing within itself. So going to work every day can be very draining. And if you don't implement what you need to feel confident, structured, and okay. So what I've started to notice about myself is that I am someone who needs a lot of time and space to process. So I give myself one full day a week where I do not do anything. I can, I like try not to have, you know, events or something I go to that day or at least one night a week to where it's just me and my thoughts and I can really relax and recharge. The other thing I do is journal so much. Um, I journal every single day, even if I don't have a lot to say, and it really helps me process things. I use the inside and out journal when I'm not really feeling like I have something to say because it always gives you a journal prompt that will help you process something that you may or may not know that you need to process. And then finally, I also am someone who knows exactly how to get out of a funk. And it's hard sometimes to pull yourself out of that funk when you're in it in the moment. But what I've started to do is like, okay, I'm not feeling good about this right now. If it's a non-urgent meeting, I'm going to move this meeting and go on a 30-minute walk to clear my head because I have so much energy bubbling up inside of my body. If I don't release that at some point, it's going to lead to problems later on. So those are some tools that I've identified that are in my toolbox to bring me back to the world on a daily basis when I'm not feeling my best self, but some more structural tools to really build your your life around this self-reflection are as follows. So for me, I try to think about what I want, which we discussed earlier. We want freedom. Freedom requires wealth and that requires a certain amount of money in order to feel like I'm in a safe enough place to maybe quit my job or to maybe quit a certain part of the side hustle or to, you know, invest whatever amount of money, whatever amount of money that's going to make me feel secure. Those types of things need to be identified so that I can move forward on a daily basis. And so when I'm in that moment where I'm like, I really don't want to be doing this project at work, or I really don't want to be doing this extra on top of everything brand partnership, I can remind myself at the end of the day, I'm going after freedom. Freedom is going to require X amount of resources. These resources get me there. So building that value proposition into the structure around what you're doing is super helpful. So I'm working at this job so that I can have this network, this resume, which will get me these resources, which will get me to being able to have control over my day and not answer to anyone. Those are the things that keep me going on a daily basis when I'm not feeling good about myself. So 
it's very difficult because we all live in this capitalist society that is so consumed with productivity and being the best or whatever. I don't always want to be productive um, for other people. I want to be productive for me. I want to build my life around what I want. And I don't want to be making other people, especially other like already rich white people money. I want to be making my own. And it's not about the money because I think when people start talking about money, it becomes like, oh, wealth should be villainized. Someone who I really respect, who I'm having on the podcast next week, Michelle, she's the founder of Holisticism. She talks about it. Everyone deserves to be well-resourced. Everyone deserves to have time. Everyone deserves to have that. And I've never had that. I've never been in a place of financial security up until literally the few months ago because that's just not how I grew up. And everyone deserves to not have to have that time poverty, that physical poverty, to have all of those frustrating pressures on them. Everyone deserves that. I'm not saying that like I need millions and millions of dollars. I'm saying I just want to have control over my day and not be making more rich white people money. I would rather do it for myself. So those are my thoughts for this week. I really hope you enjoyed this. Um, Definitely DM me on Instagram if you have any additional thoughts because this is a topic that's very difficult to process for a lot of people, especially if you um, grew up thinking that as soon as you got a dream job, everything would be okay. That's just not the case. And I really want to help be there for people and be honest about how I'm feeling on a daily basis because I'm not happy every day. And this past month, I've been in quite a funk at work and that's resulted in my content not being as great because I'm just so anxious all the time. And it's so difficult to separate my work anxiety from my personal anxiety. And so these are the tools that I've started to use over the last month to really do that more effectively. So I hope this helps. I love you all and have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening. Everything we talked about will be in the show notes below and check me out on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram at Alexis Barber. If you love the episode, please rate and review and follow us at you are too smart for this on Instagram for more content all about self-love, self-reflection, and tips for living your best life. Have a wonderful day.